0: hard being a dog just taking naps all day in a nice air-conditioned apartment with food and water <laughs> and a patio. Um, where do I sign up to become a dog in my next life? I think that is like my ideal situation. <laughs> um, okay, so I haven't recorded a podcast in two weeks. If you guys didn't listen to the the last episode. (coughs) Sorry, I'm drinking a smoothie. I got a Nutribullet a couple of weeks ago and I haven't even used it, but like this week, I'm like, you know, I should really use it. So I am drinking, what's in this? Blueberries, strawberries, blackberries, raspberries, almond butter. Okay, this might not be like what you're supposed to do, but like I don't like a lot of almond milk in my smoothies, so I just added a little bit, and then I use the rest with water. Is that gross? <laughs> I don't know. We're supposed to do that. And then I got um, some protein powder. Don't ask me for a recipe or what brand of protein powder I use. Like, phone a friend. I'm not <laughs> Um. I don't, I I get this all the time, whenever I post food on my Instagram, people are like, what's your recipe? That looks so good. I don't, I don't use a recipe when I cook, um, very rarely, like I will literally like find something on Pinterest that I want to make and I'll look at the ingredient list and then I just kind of like figure it out from there. And I mean, this is kind of goes hand in hand of the title of this episode of like baking a quiche. And like business and how they relate. Um, you guys, I love to cook. Your girl loves to freaking cook and I don't cook every meal. Um, I My breakfast is usually pretty simple. It's like eggs and some vegetable, maybe bacon if I have it on hand or like oatmeal with berries and some either nut butter with some chia seeds and flaxseed like I'm pretty simple lunches I meal prep Mondays or Sundays or Mondays so usually I do some type of bowl like I had this Korean beef bowl that I made that was so good that's my lunches for this week the week before that I did like a chicken fajita bowl which was bomb or I'll do like some ground turkey like I always meal prep my lunches so really the only meal that I make is dinner and then usually like Thursday and Friday I've like compiled leftovers throughout the week and I just kind of like it's like a smorgasbord is that even a thing my mom used to say that all the time smorgasbord is that like a real thing <laughs> you know like if you like, in your family, if you guys ever had, like, weird phrases or, like, sayings that only your family knew. (laughs) I don't know if that's a real thing. Um, walking around 27 years old using fake words from my childhood. Um, so, yeah, I kind of, like, have, like, just a bunch of different things throughout the week that end up, like, Thursday and Friday becoming my, my dinners. Usually, Saturdays and Sundays, like, I eat out, like, I'm, go out with friends or family or whatever so um I don't cook too much on the weekends maybe like Sundays um like when I do meal preps or like Sunday dinner or something but I either regardless (laughs) okay you have to forgive me it's been two weeks the words aren't flowing like they used to um so cooking I am a horrible baker I don't know if like quiche is considered a baking good like when I say baker like I'm really bad at like cookies cakes brownies any pastry items like breads I'm just not good at I don't know what it is I think it's because with baking you have to be so precise with like your measurements with cooking you really don't have to do that like I don't really use a measuring cup or like specific things um that's why like my mom will ask me for a recipe and i'm like oh you just need this and she's like okay but how much of each thing and i'm like phone a friend (laughs) that's gonna be my new phrase phone a friend um so yeah i'm just again not a great baker and the thing is is i mean i don't even i don't think i'm like the best cook in the world that i'm like iron chef top chef material like I feel like I'm decent, like I really began to enjoy cooking, not because I like loved it or like loved the idea, but it was because I was so broke that I couldn't afford to go out to eat or to like order food. So and I didn't want to eat ramen noodles and pasta every day. So I do what I do best and I got resourceful and just taught myself how to cook. And so, yeah, now pretty much I cook every day. Um, I have never made a quiche before up until a couple of months ago and I just thought it would be a cool thing to do because that's just the stage of my life that I'm at right now is my idea of quote fun is experimenting with a recipe and listening to Brazilian music Brazilian jazz to be specific if you guys don't listen to Brazilian jazz like go to Spotify go to iTunes and just search it it's honestly relaxing and like fun I don't know. It's a weird thing to do. I'm a weird girl. I have like weird interests. It's fine. But getting back to my quiche. So I've never really had quiche before, but someone, what was I listening to? And someone talked about a quiche and I was like, I don't think I've ever had a quiche. And if I have, like, it was like at a fancy buffet in Hawaii. (laughs) That sounds so privileged. Um, So I was like, you know, let me try to make a quiche and Okay, one other thing I just need to say this like I'm sorry. This is so all over the place. Like I swear it's going to get a little bit more succinct as we go through But I just have to say like cooking for me now is like relaxing almost meditative It takes my mind off of whatever is going on and it just brings me to the moment so I look forward to cooking most days, like let's be real. I would love a Postmates DoorDash Uber Eats like every day, every meal, but I also don't want to weigh 300 pounds and I don't want to go broke. So (laughs) I cook and I don't know, it's just always been really fun for me and it's something that I enjoy. can we talk, that I enjoy doing for myself and for whoever I am sharing a meal with. So it's a way for me to really wind down and calm down and just bring myself back down. How many times can I say down in one sentence? So yeah, I'm really, I have to say this too, I'm really looking forward to moving next year. I'm making sure that um, I have a chef's kitchen, um, which like, okay, doesn't need to be like in my budget. I can't like afford like a real chef's kitchen, but I would like to have a place that has a nice kitchen area with maybe an island, but definitely like a lot of counter space. My apartment right now has enough counter space for a toddler. So, (laughs) and it has zero airflow. That is the worst part about my kitchen. Zero airflow. I could be, especially when it's hot. Oh my God. You guys, I am like sweating, boob sweat, back sweat. It looks like I just worked out for 45 minutes, but all I was doing was filleting some what do you fillet? <laughs> I don't know. I just like look disgusting because the kitchen has no airflow. It has an air conditioning unit, or uh, not unit. Um, what is that vent? But it's like not in an ideal place. It just it's the it's the worst when it's hot. Like even if I have the air conditioning on, it just doesn't get any air in the kitchen. And then the, if the oven's on with the It's just, yeah, it's a mess. So I would prefer something, I don't even care if in my next apartment, it's this size, my bedroom is the size of a shoebox. Like if I have a nice kitchen area with like a nice living area, like all combined so it like flows nicely and I can like get some freaking airflow in the kitchen, I will be so happy. I'm very like, I don't need a lot of, I'm not very like needy in that way, but a chef's kitchen would be ideal. Anyway, let me get that. To this. If you've listened this far, thank you. I'm sorry. You know, I haven't recorded a podcast in two weeks. And so now I'm just like explaining my entire life story to you. <laughs> oh, she's on one today. I feel like only crazy people talk in the third person. um Oh, speaking of which, total sidebar. Have you guys heard of like, I learned about this this weekend. It's like the crazy hot girl matrix or something? <laughs> And it's, like, basically, like, if you're super hot, like, you're super crazy, or if you're not crazy, like, you're not hot. I feel like I'm, like, crazy, but not hot. Like, I'm, like, on the bottom of the... Okay, this only makes sense. I need, like, a visual aid. But, like, yes, you have to, like, go look it up. I think it's called, like... If you just Google crazy hot girl matrix, it will come up. I'm, like, at the bottom and then, like, to the right, where I'm, like... Are them at the top, bottom, like where I'm just really crazy and (laughs) like definitely not hot? Um, Okay, anyway, let's get back to my quiche. Wow, we're really. I'm pulling a Britney Spears moment here. Um, So let's talk about the quiche. So I found a quiche recipe on Pinterest and. Like I said, not a great baker, so I didn't make the pie crust, okay? Bill's, Pillsbury pie crust came in clutch for this recipe, and I like I said, I chose something really simple, so it's just eggs, cheese, ham, cream, green onions, salt, and pepper, and the pie crust. It's also really cheap to make, like... I had quiche for days. I think I had quiche every freaking day for breakfast. Like, I wanted to vomit quiche by the end of the week because I was like, I've had too much. So this is like a great like money saving cheap dish to make. My dad said you can even eat it for dinner. I was like, um, no thank you. (laughs) But, um, I had this idea like the first time I made it and then I had it again the second time and I kind of just like needed to outline this whole analogy and actually make it make sense and so you're probably like how the f does quiche relate to building a business so this didn't hit me for a while but I was waiting for the pie crust because if you buy a Pillsbury pie crust I guess it, it didn't know this but you have to let it get to room temperature before it's malleable enough to put into the pie dish which usually takes about 30 to 45 minutes in my kitchen it takes about 10 to 15 minutes (laughs) because it's so freaking hot but I realized that as the pie crust is defrosting that it's kind of like When you have an idea for your business, like most of us have this idea, but we let it sit for a while before we completely unfold it and put it into action. And that's exactly like what the pie crust was before it's like malleable enough and you're able to get your hands on it and like really put it into the pie crust. um, You have to kind of let this this the idea unfold and once you have your crust you want to do what they like to call in the cooking world blind baking blind like helen keller blind shit can i say that is that mean i'm so sorry but yeah blind baking basically that's to make sure that you don't end up with a soggy crust because a soggy crust and a quiche it's not good So, blind baking, what it is, is you basically want to cook the crust a little bit before you add the milk and the cream in it. So, you put something on it to make it heavy, and then you cook, you bake it for like 20 minutes, just the crust itself. And so, people can use like dry beans, pasta. Coins, which I think is weird. Like I feel like wouldn't your pie crust taste like coins even if it wasn't a bag? I don't know, it just sounded gross, but I didn't I didn't use coins. I used um just popcorn, like the kernels. And What this does is it really gives you like a good, solid foundation. And I think any business that you have needs to have a good foundation. It's your why. It's the purpose. It's the problems you're solving for people. It's the trust that your customers have in you. It's your integrity. Like it is the pie crust is the foundation for your business. It is the most important thing. And people are probably like, no, it's not. It's the eggs. Um, You can't have all those eggs without something to support them like a foundation. And like I said, the crust is your business foundation. The eggs are also important. And I like to think that the eggs are like your offers or your services or your products, like what you actually provide for customers or people to purchase and your cream. This rhymes. Your cream is your team. So in any quiche, you want to have a really good ratio between eggs and cream. And I think this is like also really important in business. So your team could be like a VA, a graphic designer, a copywriter, a personal assistant, an editor, a social media manager, a business manager or a business partner. But all of those people should be supporting the eggs it should be supporting your offers or your services or your products and making sure that your customers are getting what they signed up for what they purchased from you so if you own like more of a brick or mortar type of store or like an online business like your team would be making sure that like people are getting the things that they paid for that they're going out on time they're getting their shipping labels or their shipping numbers or what is that tracking number that they're, that they're packaged nicely, that those things aren't going to break, like you have someone in quality control. So it's making sure that whatever you're providing, whatever value or service you're providing, your team should be supporting that. So that's why you mix the cream and the eggs together um, to make sure that there's like a perfect ratio. All right, let's talk about the ham. So... I don't have, like, a full-on honey-baked ham in my fridge at all times, right? Like, who does? Um, And I also, there's, like, apparently you can buy, like, canned ham or something, which sounds processed and deeply concerning for my intestines. So, again, got resourceful, and guess what I had in my fridge was... (laughs) lunch meat. I had deli ham and deli turkey. So I just chopped up some of that ham into like thin little slices. Was it probably as good as the one that I used that I ate when I was at a buffet in Hawaii? Probably not. But you know what? We got resourceful. That's what matters. And I think the ham is kind of like your content. Like what's drawing people? drawing, drawing people into your business. So this can be like a podcast or a blog or a YouTube channel, social media. It is kind of like the, the, I think like the meaty part of your business. It's super important to have. I mean, unless you're like a vegetarian, then I guess it could be like broccoli instead of ham. But this is the quiche I made. Okay. Calm down. The green onions. Oh, you guys, I love green onions. I could eat green onions, like, on anything. It's one of my favorite. There's not very many vegetables that I don't like. And green onions are, are like, up there. So with what I like and not what I don't like. I'm sorry, you guys, my brain's still like funk, trying to get back into this like podcast thing. So (laughs) I think the green onions are like your personality of your business. It's your brand. Like green onions give the quiche a nice bite. It's like a flavor enhancer. It pulls all the flavors together and it gives it just like this nice little added layer. Like I said, it just like it gives it a bite like that's the only way that I can describe what a green onion does to a quiche and just like your business even if you're Managing someone else's business, like there is still a uniqueness that customers are looking for, and you have to remember, people buy from people; they don't buy from companies. So it's really important, I think, that to like show your personality, show your 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 uniqueness, show how you're different, show who you are, and like and every personality is different, and I think that that's so important to really showcase in your business. I think it gives you like just an extra layer of authenticity and and just a different side to business that I think like is really becoming we're really turning a corner in business where I think like we're looking for businesses to be more ethical and to be more transparent and authentic and I think by like having a face and having your personality out there is so so important so get some damn green onions in your business um salt and pepper (laughs) So, again, this salt and pepper aren't super necessary. Like, you just kind of sprinkle them in. And so I think for this, like again, I think sometimes when people start businesses, they start with the wrong things. They look for like, I need a logo. I need branding colors. I need like the best website possible when they like don't even have like a solid offer. Like they don't have the foundation. Like they want everything to look pretty. But then like when you actually buy a product or service from them, it's kind of crappy. And that's because, they were too focused on what's going on on the outside that they didn't care to, again, do some blind banking and really build their foundation and take some time to Get that nice flaky crust. So I think salt and pa- salt and pepper, salt and pepper are like your branding colors, pretty stuff. It's just the seasoning. No one eats a quiche for the salt and pepper, right? Like just no one buys from you just because your shit's pink or it's their favorite color. Like they're really looking for the eggs. They're looking for the ham. They're looking for the green onions. Like that is or their crust. Like that is what people are looking for. So don't put so much emphasis on your salt and pepper because that can totally kill your business, right? You add too much salt, it's too salty, They can't, no one can eat it. And the same goes for your business. Like if you focus too much on the pretty shit, but you're not actually focusing on the value or the service that you're providing, you're not building a customer base, right? Because buyers buy once, customers buy multiple times. You want to focus on building customers and building that trust and that authority within your niche or your niche. So yeah, that's all I got. Oh, and then you want to (laughs) bake your quiche for, oh, I don't know, was it 25 to 30 minutes? Don't, like I said, I don't have the recipe. Phone a friend You can look this up and it will give you super simple instructions. Again, this was like a really weird analogy that just came to me one day as I was making a quiche and for the first time. And again, like I get in this weird meditative headspace where just like these ideas like drop into my brain. And it took me a while to like formulate this one, but I'm actually like really happy with the analogy and I hope that it made sense to you. Um, I feel like that's all that I have to say. I will be back next week. The podcasts are going to come out a little bit. We're going to like sprinkle them out <laughs> um, because I am going to be changing like the layout and the format of the podcast and kind of what I want the podcast to do and how I want it to function and again it all comes back to like making sure that like when you guys listen to these podcasts that there's something of value and that you're actually learning something and I want to continue to focus on that and with that comes obviously like changes to format and like who I interview and who comes on. So um, we're kind of sprinkling out the episodes and I do, I am planning on doing a giveaway for the hundredth episode. So make sure that you're staying tuned, that you hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on and you're listening because I will definitely be giving out details. I have some really cool prizes um, for the giveaway and all of that. So with that being said, I will talk to you guys next week. Be kind, be well, be grateful, love you you mean it. Bye.